0: And when people say they don't know is the official, people desire official recognition. Mm-hmm. So there's power. When you talk about, I'm thinking of that, that a national apology makes it official. And I think it makes people feel like it's now okay mm-hmm. to address, right? What mm-hmm. happened? If mm-hmm. It's now also, it's uh, being seen. And mm-hmm. it's also, I think, part of that culture of how do you make material feel like we're part of Zimbabwe? Mm-hmm. It's that thing of a lack of Apology means a lack of being recognized, Mm, a lack of mm, your mm. issues, what matters Mm. to you being brought into the national dialogue. Mm. Right. Now in Zim, of course, we know it's problematic because how can Mm. uh, how can you have your cake and eat it? Mm. Who who, will apologize? Yes, who will apologize? mm. And Mm. as Nat was saying at Mm -hmm. the beginning,
1: you really make the best chala in cocktail.
2: yeah Mm. you like it thank Mm. you Mm. you you. like it Mm. you like it guys (laughs) Mm. I'm good at a lot of things you are ready to be a wife I'm ready (laughs) and I'm very talented
1: you are very Very. talented thank you so much I'm good at all things it is just what I needed Um, you know obviously you know coming from America (laughs) oh god America America I, was, I paid for that flight. You guys will lend
2: did, so did Every you, time you'll be like, you know,
1: that time when I was in America. God,
2: God help us. God have mercy <laughs> on our souls. But I missed you. I missed you too. How was it? How was it? Oh my God, it was absolutely awesome. awesome. Was it awesome? It was awesome. Like, why didn't you come back with an American accent? Girl, this is an American accent. What are Do you, you know if I had gone to America, mm-hmm. like even if it was just for like twenty four hours, mm-hmm. I would have come back speaking American. Like I am not joking. Really? I would have been like, so guys, I am um, I traveled to America. I I flew first, first, first class. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had was having champagne, and you know the weather was amazing. Yeah, but I decided to come back to to Britain because you know what Brexit is real. Oh, Brexit is so. I have to come and monitor the situation. Yeah, I mean, I I, I am here to report that Brexit is
1: absolutely real. Like, right literally everything the economy the men
2: the men have brexited, brexited out of the UK. oh my god it's like relationships do
1: low exactly <laughs> like oh my god oh my god <laughs> but you know what all I will say is
2: god bless america do-lo-lo. so you had a you had a you had a good vacation
1: yeah and shout out to all the people who you know took pictures of me and
2: um <clears throat> videos so and i want to I swim. But anyway We move on <laughs>
1: <laughs> But yes Golly I missed you uh, Episode 8 oh. Episode number 8 woo, woo, woo. Girl in Skies Girl Podcast in skies. With me Natasha and Goli. And I
2: sometimes go by Nat. I sometimes go by Michelle. Yes, Michelle. What's
1: up? What's up? What's, What's up,
2: been Whitney? happening, man? What's been happening?
1: Man, I first of all, thank you so much. Like, i spent this whole weekend with you. It has yes. been a pleasure. You spent quite a good part of this week. Yeah. Together. You know, when I came back, like, I was like, yeah. you know, like you have the holiday blues and you're like, oh my God, I don't yeah. want to be back. And then Goli was like, girl, we got to prepare for this episode yes. and everything. But I'm glad to be back. And mm-hmm. then you hosted a Marvelous um, thing with your your famous charlotte and oxtail. oxtail. <laughs> yeah.
2: I, do you know? I I that's what I enjoy. I love mm-hmm. cooking for people. I love having people around I just get such pleasure from just creating that space, having people talking about things. I really I really enjoy it. So I do it out of love. Really. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. food with love. Yes. yes, but yes. Should we have a look at? Episode,
1: episode number yes. seven Yes, so episode number seven Which was Show some respect, Scafiana Show some respect, Scafiana I you You better show some respect, Scafiana Show some respect, Scafiana Show some
2: respect, Scafiana
1: Show some respect, Yeah. So uh, that episode We talked about um, Apology languages We were talking about How we give apologies How we receive apologies um, Yeah, God, and I just had a conversation around that and we touched on sort of like national apologies what the function of a national apology is Um, and I think I say this to you and I say this to quite a few people but it really was my favorite episode Um, I think for me it was like the episode that you know, I say it like for you and I, I think we had such honest conversation pre the, pre the the episode on the episode, post the episode, yeah. um, just about learning more about each other. And it definitely is an episode that I'll look back and I'll be like, when we're not doing episode 100, I'll be like this episode was seven was it. was it. So guys, it's, if you have not mm-hmm. listened to it, please definitely go back yeah. and listen to episode seven. But were there any comments that stood out to you? Yeah.
2: So I have a comment from Matt, Matt, sorry guys I'm my handles at Matt underscore Tida mm-hmm. who says your last podcast was so deep for me someone expected an apology from me recently which I didn't think they deserved Um, maybe I need to debate the deed in my newspaper to get get out of the gridlock (laughs)
1: Um, and then um, one from me was speaking of apologies with girls guys I've been to a few predominantly black church services where a random white dude kneels in front of everyone (laughs) and apologizes for slavery and colonization cringe fest sorry and then what Uh, this is from Tuli Kinging Uh, another one from me from Desiree Moy says um again guys at a national level an apology sets the stage for reparations an apology at national level without reparations is just a means of silencing
2: the affected mm. um at ness and ness underscore x yeah says yeah sometimes yeah because sometimes people say sorry for the sake of it i want to some i want someone to demonstrate that they understand how they have hurt or wronged me to take ownership um, I should have I should have spoken to you like that I shouldn't have spoken to you like that please accept my apologies etc mm-hmm. um, oops and also ooh, Elaine at Elaine T who mm-hmm. says it is important for people to admit responsibility and express remorse uh, for me interesting topic I enjoyed listening mm mm-hmm. Hashtag guns,
1: And then Oeng Kosi quoted and said, a child who's not taught how to apologize can't become a leader who tells people to debate
2: Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Quotes, uh, Nats, oh, should we, should we, should we, should we quote the, the original? I mean, I wasn't going to quote myself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I really so was hoping you. you'd come in at All the right.
2: <laughs> Quotes in brackets, have I referencing, Not no N, no, it's Fuyane. 2019 Mm -hmm. Um, and then we have Ooh the MCM who Mm -hmm. says at my levels they're multifaceted I really related with the restitution part saying sorry isn't enough and this is Genuine, and there is action for me. I need to know you understood why you're apologizing. Anything else, still alone. Mm-hmm. And then from Oga Basela, she was like, This week's episode was heavy,
1: hey, very thought provoking. I also love the contrast with the previous one. Um, lol, they've switched up on us. Galen's Guys, you're doing great, honestly. Thank you so much. And you guys just look at the hashtag Gellens Guys on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter to see what everyone else is saying.
2: So did Oga Basela say that they switched it up? Live love. Up. Level, up. Level, level up. up, level up, level up, level up, level up, level <laughs> up, level up, level up. <laughs> so she said that we switched it up on so the one the last season. You are switching episode. on and off. Switch. What is this? They are switching. Then someone asked me that we're multi what's multi faceted. People know English. English. Yay. Followers know English. Yay. They are Leonard. They are Leonard. Our Leonard Fellows. So we have like a super special guest. Do you mm-hmm. remember when I told you that we had booked her? Chick! you were in, you were in America. I
1: was in America living my you couldn't best even, life. You
2: couldn't even be here <laughs> to hold my hand. I
1: was in America living my best <laughs> life. And then I got a message from God. She was
2: like, Girl, guess who? is coming what on time, the podcast. What time was that? <laughs> 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 it was like midnight your time. And, it was like, and I was like, she like, was like, yes, coming Voga, on Vani. the podcast. I was like,
1: Ooh. I was like,
2: Voga. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Voga, Natasha. I was super excited. I was like, super excited as was super well. Excited. It was just like, mm-hmm. It's not just anybody that we have. We mm-hmm. literally have. Um, I'm just going to tell you a few things about her. Yeah. It's a her, for starters. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a winner of Stanford's Fiction with a sense of place. Mm-hmm. She's been featured in Oprah's top 10 titles to pick up now. Uh, please, so, stop, stop there. Oprah Winfrey. Oh, not, Oprah. not Oprah. Not Sorry. Oprah. Neither. The accents. Not Oprah. Fuyan. <laughs> Oprah, the wimp. my aunt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're so auntie. Mm-hmm. Right, okay. Um, shortlisted for 2019 Swansea University International, Dylan Thomas Price. So we are going to be keeping an eye on that because the results are going to be announced shortly. We are speaking it into being. We're speaking GX, it into yes. being, yes. It is ours. Yes. We're bringing it yes. mm-hmm. um, Her work has been recommended by the New York Times, the Guardian, Prestige, pre- the Prestige, sorry, and Vanity Fair. Mm-hmm. In 2014, she was awarded the Herman Charles Bosman uh, for the best literary work. Mm-hmm. She's been long listed for the 2019 Rathbones Folio Prize. Mm-hmm. These are not small things, guys.
1: Not small things. Oh.
2: It's not small things. And, and, and this is just a
1: few. Just a few a things. few that we took. Do you know what I mean? And. 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 She is one of Queen Lozi K's wildest dreams. Say that again, sister. One of Queen Lossie in. wildest dreams. Mm? One of the top uh, <laughs> niggas we poop. Yes, the top, top, top. <laughs> and most important. Exactly. Niggas a gold, gold membership. <laughs> Black card. <laughs> and most importantly, our, our friend. friend. She's the author of House of Stone, Novuyo Rosa, Rosa Chuma. Chuma. <laughs>
0: <laughs> As we, I've been sitting here listening to you too and just... <laughs> <laughs> laughing um, it's so exciting to be here I'm so honored to be here you know um, when I was here last year mm-hmm. and you guys were talking about this you were yeah. talking about this podcast that you want to start and when you started Girl in Skies I'm like oh my goodness those are my friends they are doing the things <laughs> wow. doing thank the doing you. that needs to
2: be done you know no, I'm so listen, excited to be sitting here with you guys listen you couldn't be more excited than we are we have been waiting for this moment it's honestly mm-hmm. it's such an honor to have you and thank you for seeing you us today with your with your presence it's really we are so excited we're really looking for we've been looking forward to we look forward to all the episodes obviously but we're really looking forward to having this one-on-one with you how are you? Oh, oh my goodness.
0: You know, after that oxtail that I had last <laughs> night, um, Oli, honestly, your food, yes, that's the best meal I've had. Mm-hmm. Home-cooked meal I've had in
2: a while. Um, Thank you so much. So after that, I'm, I'm on top, tip-top, tip-top Tip-top, <laughs> tip-top form. <laughs> tip, top, tip, top, form. Oh, that's good. And like I said, you know, it's all out of love. You know, I love spending time with you guys. And it's always such... You know, it's, it's always such good energy. And I'm even reminded the last time when we when we met you mm-hmm. or when we saw you mm-hmm. and you'd invited us to the pub your, your the dinner with your publishers. Oh, and it was it was Nat and I, it was mm-hmm. who, who has now just been um uh he's been promoted to the regional director. Regional of the director. The uh, yes.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, and it was just literally that. That dinner was the pinnacle of our summer because there's so much that happened mm-hmm. in that summer. There's so much we spent so much time together. If you remember as well, it was the time post um Election. elections. Election. Mm-hmm. We we shared. We sat down and we shared our we shared our hopes and dreams of a new Zimbabwe. We shared our lows when we were thinking about how crushed we were that we as um as Zimbabweans Zimbabwe. could not even have um like our dreams were shattered. They were mm-hmm. literally shattered. Mm-hmm. I remember I just felt so forlorn. I felt so miserable. I felt so unhappy. Mm-hmm. But we created such a space and we had such conversations. We had such deep, meaningful conversations. And we were, and that in, in essence was when we thought about we should st- we sh- these conversations should be recorded. They should be recorded for future purposes because you know what? It is important because we cannot be silenced anymore. We, Our feelings matter. You know, mm-hmm. our feelings are valid. Mm-hmm. The way that we are feeling right now, and because it was common, mm-hmm. it was common amongst us, mm-hmm. we felt that, you know, there's people in America, there's people in South Africa, there's mm-hmm. people who are outside Zimbabwe. Zimbabweans mm-hmm. outside Zimbabwe who are feeling the exact same way. Mm-hmm. And we're like, we should do this part. Mm-hmm. And then it's just to see you traveling the world you are forever here there and everywhere you've been in um, Nigeria you've been in Berlin you're going to Sweden you know it just it just makes us so proud you have instilled such a sense of Zim proud is that a word Zim pride Mm -hmm. in us Mm -hmm. you know I feel like there is something about the power of association Mm -hmm. when we sat in that you know whether it was a King's Cross <laughs> <you met, laughs> with our with our drinks, Can and we I just, just to-
3: say
1: that was my <laughs> highlight. <laughs> because we were so cr- you know we, were, we were, so, were saying we were so crushed right we very that there was not going to, to be a news. Map. and you know someone can look back and say oh you were naive to think so yeah and but i think we use that space to talk our yes. like frustrations yes and know, our dreams and yes and like how we felt as being sort of like in the diaspora and we use mm. that time to kind of visualize mm. okay guys mm. if this
0: you know if zanupiev won't let us be great how mm. can we
1: be great mm-hmm.
0: Mm. I mean, it's there true. was this power. You know, when you're talking, I, I felt inclusive. I mean, my heart was just gladdened. Mm. Um, I remember that last dinner with my publishers. Because um, they said, you can come with anyone. And I could mm. not have thought of better people because we'd spent the summer together. And it had been such an inspiring and exciting time for mm-hmm. me. Mm. You you ladies, um, um, you remind me of the best of homes. So for me, uh-huh. Ville, that was... I, I felt at home. You're so mm-hmm. welcoming and so inspiring and so uplifting, mm. and I and I love what you've just said. That the, the idea of being naive, the part to dream, is what I think brought us all in our respective spaces, mm. slaying. I girl in skies. You know, we needed this for life, for Zimbabwe, for mm. women, for men, for young people like yeah. us. Yeah, and it's amazing that you guys went out there and did the
2: thing. Yeah, I mean, it was literally that summer. I mean, just to really highlights that summer mm. we spoke about so much mm-hmm. so many things as young Zimbabweans we we we, we discussed our futures mm. we discussed our formative years mm. and how they've shaped us into being the people we are today mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so really it was that space that birthed the idea that you know what's Let's do this. Let's put things down to paper. Mm -hmm. And it's just amazing. Like, I feel like we've, in a way, we've come full circle. You're sitting here Mm. on our pod. We said, the last time we saw you, even to your publishers. We talked, Remember, you said to the publisher, what did you say? I was like, we are going to be having this girl (laughs) on our pod. Mm -hmm. We hadn't done anything at that (laughs) point, but we spoke it into being. And Mm. Uhu was also just kind of finishing up, wrapping up on his uh, MSc Mm -hmm. or his master's. Sorry, I don't know if it's MA or MSc but he was just finishing up on his masters Mm. he's gone home and he's really put what he has you know learnt into 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 practice into practice Mm. you are just absolutely amazing like you know we were proud of you this time was it close to a year ago ago this time Mm. we were proud of you then and you know (coughs) even more so now
0: Mm.
2: yeah
1: thank
0: you thank
2: you (laughs) thank you Mm. um <laughs> no thank you thank you for your wisdom and yeah. thank you for being who you are no mm. thank you guys it's
0: it's possible teamwork energy I, I like the idea of energy and flow like what yes. you're talking about yeah. it yeah. flows and there are all these i think behind even every sort of successful venture even the idea of mm. the novel or what's happening there are mm. all these connections and, and 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 relationships happening in the background and for me it's such a pleasure to have one of least one of that's set of relationships out here now playing itself out. Mm.
2: Yeah. Mm. Well we normally have during it, we don't have a, a time for politics. So Nat's gonna hand over to you just to for the politics where well, po- like yeah,
0: politics,
1: politics.
0: <laughs> for so, the- so politica. No <laughs> <I laughs> feel- oh, man. Um, I feel
1: like it's been really slow on the politics front. But but mm-hmm. interestingly enough, um I think Today, the, this week, uh, the government of Zimbabwe has started what they're calling the national dialogue. <clears throat> <coughs> I
2: mean, national, what? national mm-hmm.
1: dialogue. Aye. I mean, come on, guys. Mm. How many dialogues have, have we had? Yeah. And we still have, you know, the, the, the August violence, yes, you know, still, still unanswered pending. for. And January, not even the August, shut down. But January shutdown, pending. <laughs> pending when things happen, pending, right? Yeah. So much national dialogue, you mm. know, like I think they, the only dialogue that's moving forward. I'm a
0: white farmer, I'm yes. Exactly, us, yes. Exactly,
1: real. exactly. Mm. And you know, like they started this, um, the National Peace Reconciliation Commission, mm. which has been a farce, to mm. be honest with you. Mm. And and I think it just ties in nicely with what we're talking about, about the, you know, the national apology, undi yes. and hopefully what we'll touch on in this episode as well. Mm. But that's really the thing that I wanted to sort of highlight that it's, it's a farce, right? Mm. Yeah. National dialogue. Mm. If you're going to be right, if you're going to be, Sincere about national dialogue. Mm. You have to name what it is that yeah. we are dialoguing, right? So I mm. you can't be selective. Can no, you? no, you cannot be selective. Mm. This cannot be just a, a beauty pageant. Mm. That's right? exactly that what you're it trying is. to yes. do in front of the West and stuff like that. You've Bring lost lipstick these on people. a pig's mouth. Exactly. Yeah. Lipstick on a pig's mouth is still mm. a pig, right? Mm. So. <laughs> That's that <laughs> you can tell that i'm i a liar, yeah, and then um we, we we mentioned this, but then I wanted to touch on ot um we have a new regional director for yes. the na- at the National Art Gallery. Yes. Um, My our friend, friend yes, Ugozi, yes. Ugozi, proud Ugozi, to know Yati. him claim yeah. him yeah yes. yeah yeah and um, so he's taken up that post I think it's been really interesting to see the response that that has received mm-hmm. it has um, I think it's been I think much more than probably even he expected mm. and I think that goes to show that people are so people are yearning for mm. space for young leadership mm. and I say young but you know like we're in our 30s guys do you know what I mean like in other country, I don't Mia, know about Mia, you. You. Uh, no, no, yeah. no no but what I'm saying I mean I mean <laughs> obviously <laughs> i'm joking
3: i'm
1: joking but what i'm saying what i'm saying is in other um you know countries people in their 20s and stuff like that like yes, they're yes, getting those but yes. in zimbabwe there's this whole yes. um there's this whole zanpf thinking at all levels yes. right yes. where you know people wait for their turn you know for to get to get their things exactly people in there so it, it was actually like a you know when when he told us that, right, mm-hmm. that he got that person's like, "This has you like written all oh, over right. You know, you've been preparing mm-hmm. for this. Um, so I wanted to highlight that. Mm-hmm. Um what I'm hoping to do um mm-hmm. if, if if the technology if, allows if this Brexit technology allows, <laughs> let us see.
0: i I want to try and In do corner. something. And I love that he made the Sunday News big splash right on his first day at work.
1: Yeah, so we're
0: gonna try and call him. <clears throat>
1: I don't know. I I hope it
0: will work. Yeah, Tandy would. And I remember him from the British Council days. Hello. Um, Hello. hi.
1: Mr. Director, You are speaking to Girl in Sky's podcast. <laughs> original director, honourable, 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 your excellency.
3: Wow. I'm here for a employee.
1: No. Humility as well, um, yeah. No, so we just wanted did. to say so we've got uh, I guess it depends on who he's talking to. Sometimes he's, host, sometimes he's. he's um, but wanted to first of all say congratulations from us mm-hmm. and Gelin's guys Thank for you your, your appointment Thank as, you as the regional director of the National Art Gallery in Ulawayo. Um, and yeah, just how are you feeling about it, and can you tell us a little bit more about? W- what that actually means, you know, what, what you're
3: doing, yeah. Wonderful. Um, yeah, thank you very much for the congratulatory message and um, greetings to your colleagues. That's over novel. Yeah. Reminds me of my days in London. Yes. Yeah. But then, was- back to the subject message. Yeah. Well, uh, for me, of course, it's an exciting challenge um, coming particularly so after my return from the UK where I spent the world of 2017 and 2018, uh, starting towards an MA, Culture, Policy and Management, and uh, assuming this leadership responsibility, it immediately put my qualifications, practice and experience into test. So I'm looking forward indeed to steering the gallery, the uh, to in the next few years and uh, assessing our authority as a leading cultural institution in as far as visual expression is concerned. It's Mm. a big responsibility, Mm. uh, Mm a significant move from where I was all along, Amakuku International Heritage Mm Centre. But all the same, I think my cumulative experience, qualifications, uh, and networks will come in handy in providing the kind of leadership that is expected. So yes, I'm excited, and I'm also alive to the challenges that... uh, uh facing me but mm-hmm. like, uh, all the same we will do this.
1: okay no th- thank you for that and um i think for us um you know for people who have never engaged with the national art gallery and specifically yes. say for people in the diaspora mm-hmm. do you want us to engage with you if so how um
3: yeah well if you understand the language that government is now talking they are talking the language of engagement and re-engagement Mm. And one of the things that countries in Africa have done in the diaspora is to tap into the diaspora dividends. Mm. Uh, that's a common expression that you and I hear. But there is no way Zimbabwe can tell its national story without the active participation of its citizens scattered right, across the world. Countries like Nigeria, Ghana have done that. Zimbabwe is still very much lacking in that regard. Mm. So, certainly, in my uh, scheme of things, diaspora engagement is very important and pertinent to okay. the extent that the uh, diaspora, beyond purchasing artworks locally for mm. export, mm. uh, they are the people who should then convey the Zimbabwe narrative. Uh, art is subjective, ultimately. Mm. So the biases of art is subjective, open to multiple interpretations. Mm. But it is the personal testimonies that people in the diaspora, like yourselves, say that self is not a story, ultimately. Mm. If mm. you speak positively, then it means it's not an open image, a benefits in that way. Mm. Uh, so, art on its own is uh, not complete. The narrative demands the human voice, and that human voice is the voice of people like you through platforms such as getting
1: Insight yes no thank you so much Mm -hmm. Um, yeah um, I mean before we end this call um, is there anything else that you wanted to share with our listeners maybe first of all how can they engage or follow the National Art Gallery can give us handles details and all that
3: Yes, we have a strong social media presence because we understand the way that we now live in. So we have a Facebook page, National Color of Zimbabwe in Vulayro. We mm-hmm. have a Twitter account, BYO Color. Okay. Uh, we also have a website, National Color BYO dot com. Okay. So okay. subscribe to those channels and follow the work that we do. If you have ideas on how the gallery can be of service to people in Zimbabwe and in the diaspora, uh, give me a shout out on Twitter, K-T-O-S-I-N-Y-A-T. That's my Twitter engine. So we are ready to do business with people with ideas and the energy uh, and the kind of futuristic outlook, you know, uh, so that Zimbabwe rejoins the community of uh, nations.
1: Mm. No, thank you so much. It's such you. a great conversation.
0: Thank you, and Bouto. thank you for us. And
1: we're Wonderful wishing you all
3: Christmas, the best.
0: I wanted to talk <laughs> about, hey, you know, let's sing where you've come from from those 12 years okay. ago at British Council. Bouto. It's just so inspiring mm. and amazing. From when you led that project to British Council well, that got me wonderful. my first publication and here I am now sure. you're doing your thing I'm here with these ladies it's full circle and wonderful. so proud of you Wuto yeah and wonderful Yazi. thank
3: you very much yeah wonderful Yansi X, voice. X, He's really you voice. have to say something like,
2: X. <laughs> Ex- and I, just to say, well done. You know, it's it's. We were just saying earlier. Uh, you, you you probably listened to this um after, um. But we we're just saying how the power of association, how that summer, summer of twenty eighteen, what it meant, and you know how we are seeing the results of it mm-hmm. in twenty nineteen, yeah. and we are so proud yeah. of you. You mm-hmm. know, putting us on the mark. You know, somebody that we know. We are so we are really proud of you, and wishing you all the very best in uh in the future. Wonderful.
3: I, I look forward to a day okay, when you come down and do one of your episodes from the color space. Ay- day, Ay- I, Ay- it will happen. It thank will happen straight so you from your lips, host. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank yeah.
0: you.
1: We are holding you, you to thank you. it. Thank you
3: very much. Thank sharp you. Sharp. And
0: thank you to you. Thank you. Bye.
3: Wonderful. Bye. Sure.
0: I think wow. what, what he just said about zoom and futuristic outlook—it's so powerful. Mm. Mm. It's so powerful, so important that positive um, home is a positive space mm. outside of what we're talking about, outside of ZANU, mm. like ho- claim, reclaiming Zimbabwe outside of ha- that politicized space, mm. right, where mm. other things can happen and grow. Yeah, mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah.
2: No, home is a home is a special place um, for us, you know, in so many ways, and it will forever be. Um, it will forever be that for us in in our hearts mm. and you know there's a there's a lot about how form, our formative years have shaped us into who we are today mm. i'm curious as to how and i'm probably naive as well how as how a young person in Zimbabwe is nurtured in writing. We had a bit of a discussion about this yesterday and we talked about, you yes. know, is it the element of you, and, and I wasn't surprised that you went to a private school in Zimbabwe. Mm. I mean, am I right in saying that there is more of a tendency to push creative arts in private schools um, rather than in public schools? Mm. And how would you encourage a young writer who is probably not getting the support, mm. be it from their parents or be it from their school, mm. in their right to pursue writing? Mm. No, I, and I, and
0: I loved what you just said. Oh, the idea of being naive is how I actually got into writing. Asking questions mm. because you get these interesting answers. Yes, I remember we we're talking about it. I think definitely EGC had something to do with it, <laughs> sadly mm. or otherwise. <laughs> um, you know, private school debate recently on Twitter, if you remember. Yo, yo. Mm. Mm. but yeah, it's it, you know, it was a wholesome education. Um, very much sports, very much the arts and also academic, very mixed, mm. um, whether, the art, whether it's music, whether mm. it's writing, Now I was very much into public speaking, Toastmasters, Amnesty International, those sort of things, and, um, Writing was, I, I got the sense that it was something that I could try and do. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I really loved books. And if you remember when we grew up, I think, you know, the time when we grew up as was also a very positive time, generally. Mm-hmm. We had a public library. Mm-hmm. Bulao, I yes. was always there. Also, yeah. It was before this Twitter stuff anyway. how mm-hmm. yeah. to a scholar, you just go to the public library yes. get a book. Yeah. There were the books at schools. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So for me, I think that environment, also Zoom as that environment, was quite nurturing in terms of reading. Because I before I knew I would write, I mm-hmm. loved to read and right. many people. Right. But definitely the writing, I think that confidence came from that environment. And also when I saw Chimamanda mm-hmm. on TV, mm-hmm. then I, that's, I met HUBU to a British council mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. for this writing project. Um, so tapping into those sort of opportunities. It's interesting you talk about young writers mm. in Zoom. I guess I can preempt. There's a project I'm actually currently putting together. Okay. Um, um, I'll be looking to do a series of workshops as in, okay. um later on in the probably what December. Okay. Um targeted specifically at young people. Okay. Because when I went even in December, that was the biggest question, like mm. young writers, mm. how to, to start, where to start. Mm. And I think just being in that environment, um, where we gather because that mm. was very nurturing for me when mm. I went to Chimamanda's workshop, mm. Farafina. Um, so there's something in the works, something, some small thing I thought mm. I could do and put together at home. Mm.
1: No, okay. that, that's interesting, um, mm. but but can we walk back a little bit, mm-hmm. right, to mm-hmm. Body's question mm-hmm. of? A young person mm. in Zim, mm. right? Mm. And you alluded to the fact that you know maybe like being in an environment like HGC helped, mm. right? Mm. I I kind of want to get a, a a picture of the timeline, okay. right? Okay. In in the sense that at school mm. was writing fostered? Like mm. did when you form whatever from mm. grade what was it? Did you know O T writing is a skill? Like. Mm. Was there a teacher who was like, "You're a good you're sister. a good
0: writer"? Yeah, <laughs> like I, I just want to get that timeline. I love that. You know, I I guess I was always good. Um, mm-hmm. Um, I remember when I was in when I was eight years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a primary school. Okay, mm-hmm. I was already taking books from the twelve-year-old section. Oh, really? And so our teachers were encouraged that sort of thing. And then I was in grade four, my teacher wanted me to skip a grade. Uh, my mother's a teacher and she refused, she said it would mess up my development. Mm-hmm. That I think Philip, te- my English teachers specifically were helpful. Then in high school, HEC, um, <laughs> mm so I'm, I'm i'm remembering um i forgotten her name this this white english teacher mm-hmm. who used to act on broadway in her younger days um she was very encouraging mm. to me in my writing so yeah. i had just confidence mm. and then what i used to do is um at break time mm-hmm. when others were playing i would be mm. writing oh, wow. my books mm. and so the other kids would come and be like what are you doing uh, you know um they were pretty mean about it, though. That was an interesting stage. Mm-hmm. But my teachers, I had a teacher who read that. was my maths teacher. Then he's like, oh, wow, you should try and get this published. That's when I think the seed, I was young. Mm-hmm. Right. It was Said it in passing and moved on. Mm-hmm. And that for me was when the seed was planted. Mm-hmm. I, hoped, I hope, does that help?
1: Yeah, you? and then, so that was, so school. And mm-hmm. then British Council, how old
0: are you? I was 19. So by then I'd written, I wrote a novel. Mm. But the thing is, because of the Mm. books, you know, we read, did you guys read on Nancy Drew? Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. Or Dean Kuntz. Yes. Mm. Or Robert Ludlam or John Grisham. So that's what we read in high school. Mm. So I had written an action-packed novel Mm. that was set in Paris, London. And I tried to get it published. Actually, Amapooks, Goblao. Right. And I actually sent it. I typed it, I sent it. And then Mm. Books wrote back and they're like, Ah, you know, maybe as a movie this will work. <laughs> we we appreciate the imagination, but I'm right. a high speed chase. It was, you know, maybe impractical. Right. And then they referred me to British Council. And I remember. Oh. So I remember the day I went and I met Ubutu. Oh. And I went, I'm like, I have this project and I want to write. And that's when Ubutu told me about, oh, this is what we're doing with British Council. Mm. That's how I actually got to join the British Council. Right, right. And when I when the, the, the writing flourished, we had AMA workshops like Chris Malalazi, Christopher Malazi. Oh, Malalazi. wow. Um, and then I got to represent the project at the end of that year. Mm. It was part of a Southern African regional project. So we went to Lusaka mm. and I was nominated to go and talk on behalf wow. of the project. And that's when- At 19? Yes. Wow. And that's when it started. So it was a young people's anthology mm. between 12 years of age to 25.
3: Mm. Mm.
0: And that was my first sort of foray into that. And then I saw, that year, 19, I saw Chimamanda mm. on BBC Hot Talk mm-hmm. Extra. Wow. So that those are the links. So mm-hmm. that's when I'm like, you know, so I moved from writing about these high-speed chases. Mm-hmm. So I saw there's an African woman, mm-hmm. a young woman, mm-hmm. contemporary, I know I respect her, chinua, mm-hmm. but they always felt ancient. Mm-hmm. Who's writing? Mm-hmm. So that inspired me. So I wrote to her. Mm. And she sent me a signed copy of her wow. book oh, wow. to Novio, with the hope that you will keep reading and writing. You can imagine what that did for me. Yeah. Um mm. it became a big thing for me, a gesture, and I became determined to find my way mm. in writing. So those have been the steps. Nice. I like how you slowed me down to mm. really get into the specifics of how
2: things work. Mm. And mm. what was like, um, your what was your family like when you were telling them about your your passions and your dreams? You know, because I'm it's good. not it's mm-hmm. not very it's not these are not writing is not uh, something that is really <laughs> encouraging. A lawyer, a doctor, Do you what know I, what mean? I mean you
0: can even imagine was that time during a shortage? you know. Mm-hmm. You know uh, at least, you know, my parents were my mother, my family was understandably worried. Right. Um mm-hmm. because I, I was young and very unreasonable in my passion. Like I want I really loved writing. And once I saw Chimamanda, I was determined that there must be a way that I can make writing an important part of my life, but I couldn't answer the question of how. Mm. Um And I was, i started studying architecture and asked for okay. one semester. Oh, wow. I quit. Mm. I quit before the semester was over, but I knew my mother wouldn't let me. So I didn't tell her. So for two weeks, I pretended to be going to <laughs> school. And I'd struck a deal with the guys and I'd just be typing, mm. writing. So very naive, but determined. And I remember when my family found out they called a family meeting, understandably. Mm. um, But it was, it was, it was concerned, right? Imagine you're in Zoom and you're asking, okay, how are you going to do this? Because that's what mm. they asked me. Mm. I couldn't answer. Mm-hmm. There's no path that you can mm. see as Zoom. Mm. So there they were ups and downs mm. where I tried writing, I had some successes, um, like corporate council but I sent work out a lot and initially a lot of fail a lot of rejection mm-hmm. and that's when I did my economics degree right at mm-hmm. south now when I was in south Africa what I really did was to send my work out to competition so mm-hmm. I have short stories of about 10 10 11 um short stories published in anthologies on the mm-hmm. continent mm-hmm. online and in and so that encouraged me that oh I keep sending work out and it keeps being published mm-hmm. and then um I tried to get a collection and I'm mm-hmm. I'm happy you guys are walking me through it's good for young writers to know yeah. that journey because mm-hmm. when you when people think you've succeeded mm-hmm. they think you just woke up yeah mm-hmm. I tried to publish a collection of short stories and I failed mm-hmm. and the we've a press publisher was great she was really great I was like you need to start a blog no one knows you mm-hmm. now I started that blog and that blog put me in touch with no Violet blah wow. Wow! She found the blog. She just started writing to me. I, you know, I I was answering Auntie Bani. It was before she even published. We need your names before she won the cane. We just started talking, Mm. and she just took an interest in my work. And she's like, "You're really talented. Send me your writing, and let me look. And she'd read my work and give me feedback. Just like that. Wow." And she was now key. Can you see what's happening? She was yeah. key because when I finished my economics degree and mm. I was frustrated, I'm like, I want to write, but I, and I know I'm on the wrong path. I'm mm. not interested in this career, but I don't know how to get from here to, to there. Yeah. And then she said, apply for AMA, mm. Masters in Fine Arts Creative Writing. I've never heard of them. Mm. Wow. Um, and she's so awesome because uh, she doesn't spoon feed you. So I was like, mm. what's that? She's like, no, Google. Mm think mm-hmm. her mantra was, if you're interested in something, you'll find out. Mm-hmm. So I went, I found out. She helped me through the application process. Um, wow. She paid. I was. I had no money in the South. She paid for my application fees. Wow. This is the writer at Novav She's been my mentor and sister. Then I happened to get into Iowa. Wow. Shock of shocks. It's the top, top program in the US. 3% acceptance rate. Wow. I got in. So that was a turning point. Mm. And again, it was Nova to help me get there. She helped me settle down there. And from then on, when you, when I was in the States, mm. opportunities opened. I had mm. now access to uh, writing community, publishers, editors. Mm. Again, that journey we were talking, I was telling guys, that journey was mm. difficult because mm. you are unknown. And initially, p- publishers weren't really skeptical about House of Stone as a book. Mm. It's amazing to me to be sitting in and, and to have had this amazing year
2: because mm. I really had no expectations for the mm. book. Um, it it took you yeah. six years to write um, House of Stone can you take us back to day one when you literally <laughs> I don't know are you a pen with paper girl are you on your laptop Are you in a, like where are you can you take us back to that moment
0: you know before I even started the six years the first as an idea I was 23 mm-hmm. and I had no idea what I was doing which is I think partly why I did it I, mm-hmm. I was just very curious so it was like a, an, an expedition sort of try and find out who are you know anger i was in south africa feeling unwelcome mm. so who are we as zimbabweans why am i here why am i suffering why is home the way it is mm. and i just started um asking questions reading up internet uh books anything i could find out then i started jotting down on my notes that's mm-hmm. how actually the book came to be okay. and i just started jotting down on my notes and because writing was just my way things are always dead yes.
2: So that's how it started. Slow. It didn't, I didn't have the big idea when I started. It grew gradually. Mm. Okay, mm. interesting. I love how you build characters, your characters in, in your book. The lead, Zamani, is like, we've spoken about Zamani, like, oh, yeah. like, you know, he could almost. And take a seat in this very room because I feel he's so real. Mm. I feel I I have when you when you read about him, mm. you are taken through a journey of highs and lows. Mm. You know, there's a point in the book where I think, oh my God, like this guy, you know, I I loathe him. And then there's you take me a few pages later where I'm like, oh my God, this guy, you know. So mm. how does what 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 themes like did you want to bring out? Because I get like all I get from this is that he's not all I get, but what I mm. get is that he wants to belong. You know, mm. I'm even taken to the scene where he sees um, a black Jesus walking. I don't mm. want to give too much away mm. in the book, but he sees a black Jesus walking and he's mm. with his son and how he he longs to, mm. to, you know, he goes there with the intention of wanting to hurt him, but then he longs to be that little boy. Mm. He sees himself in that little boy. Mm. So there's just, but how do you, how does, how do you get accepted in a society that is constantly rejecting you? That's such a powerful question. You're talking. Mm-hmm. I have a friend who read House
0: of Stone and was like, Uzamani, at some point, they're like, I hate you, Uzamani. Yeah, yeah. was shouting at the book. I'm yeah. Like, That's good. We're feeling something. Mm. You know, the, the, the feeling of belonging, Uzamani, and it's 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 interesting. It's something I had not thought of as I was writing, but it came, growing up in Matavide Land, when I never felt a part of Zimbabwe, you know, mm. in a welcome, you know, where I think we've always been looking out, mm. whether it's, it's South, Af- South African culture. I mean, some of the music, it's already there, blasting goblow. <laughs> <laughs> and and just for me, it was also that collective belonging, I think, trying to be expressed through this character. Mm of not feeling safe or part of a place right. for whatever mm. reasons. Right. And in this case, of course, it's tied to ground, tied to history. Yes. I'm trying to figure out why. And it's so visceral, right? E-e-e-e-e-e-e- belonging. And I think also of Zamani, someone who's starved of love.
2: Mm. He's, mm.
0: St- but really starved of love, Ustriyas. Mm. And and for me, it also reminds me also of maybe the the, the 2000s when we were... So, you know, when there were food shortages, the lengths which people would go to get food, if you can mm. think of those parallels. Because money. you know, he was really... He was... Some parts of them, I enjoyed writing but mm-hmm. sometimes he was really taxing because mm. he, he... His desire for love is so desperate, yes. it gets unhealthy. Yes, And it's that relationship. Yes. Also, at some point, you hate him because yes. it's like, what is he doing? Yes. At some point,
2: you're shocked yeah. by what It In a way, you almost kind of give... His his story kind of gives you um, that it's like it's okay, you know. Do mm. you know? And I I I felt uncomfortable with that. Mm-hmm. I felt uncomfortable with myself. But then I was like, no, come on, you know. In my head, it's like I'm having a fight inside my head, yes. and I'm like, no, it, you can't, you can't be saying that it's okay for him to be the person exactly. who is because of what he's gone through. But it's it's it's, it's interesting. Why did you choose to choose Usamani to kind of be the person to account? the the different stories and the different narratives that are in your book. There's something so profound
0: you've just said now that just like uh, that conflict of it's okay. Mm. And then, no, no, you can't say it's okay to do what you're doing because of what you've gone through. Very powerful, Mm. right? That's so profound. It's going to stay with me. Thank you for that um, insight. Um, Uzamani, for me, he was able to, to be honest, to encapsulate... The turmoil, I think. The turmoil and um hey, the difficulty, the horror and maybe also the joys, because mm-hmm. there's some points where Zamani is a bit joyful, mm-hmm. especially when he's getting love. Mm-hmm. With, no matter even if he's gotten it in another way. Yeah. Um of the of our history, you know, and not just the if, if you when you read up about Zimbabwe's history, mm-hmm. we are people who are resilient, we've been loving, mm. and just think of our families growing up, but also, had a very violent history, yeah. You know, reading our history, I then it hit me when I was looking at my mother, which when she was a teenager, this woman, the, the liberation war was going on in her early 20s, the ground was, it was going happening, on. yeah. Mm. But here she is, and of course, there's latent stuff happening, latent trauma, but she she's, she's living a full life, she's. Then of course the two thousands came and that mm. was heartbreaking for me to see. To mm. be honest, my mother was a teacher, mm. and to see her, hey, okay, that was hard. Yeah, now, so it's, it's these roller coaster moments. So for me, Zamani was able to capture that, yes. and then to question because Zamani is someone who's very curious. Mm. He's also devious. Mm. He also has a very deep interest in history. Mm. So for mm. me, his eye could actually bring about that. At the same time, because it's a novel he could he could keep the story interesting mm. um it's almost like a detective thriller psychological because he's on a quest to find answers though mm. the answers he finds are not necessarily answers he thought he would find mm. and and then as we read the book he uh, the life gets, it gets out of his control, which is for me also an experience of Zimbabwe,
3: mm.
0: um, whether positive or negative. You know, things getting out of your control. Yes. You're trying yeah. to contain, yes. it's spilling over. You yes. find yourself in the UK, in America, you know, even if we we're doing great things, the way we came here, at least the way it's, it wasn't mm. totally out of
2: choice. It was also out of necessity.
0: Mm. Yeah.
2: And I think Tandy is obviously, uh, you portray her as such a strong woman. You know, and there's an element where you talk about how she, and you know, she's she encourages the reader to read upon to know about Angela Davis, Queen Lossie Kay. Mm. but why was it important for you to kind of use women as you know, and speak from them from such a point of of strength? I love that. I love that because
0: Tandy was I. The way you you're such an intuitive reader because that's exactly how I that's how I conceived Tandy. <laughs> Yeah, the Did way you you're speaking. I hear, <laughs> I hear. No, the way she's, she's speaking into the book, it's so amazing. Mm. First Zamani now tandy. Mm. You know, women have been underwritten in history. Mm-hmm. They've been underappreciated. And it's always a man's history. Mm. Even our liberation war, it's mm. so tiring. Um and so and even reading our women's movements the urban movements in Zimbabwe mm. in the 60s, 70s they were women strong mm. so I, I wanted to celebrate that and especially yes. when I came across the story of Queen Lozuke yes, yes. I did not know that story until I started researching mm. which yes. is heartbreaking yes. and Hunat wrote that beautiful article on Queen yes. Lozike. Yes. <laughs> you know it was it's mm. amazing so for me it was like we need these na- uh-huh. but there was this woman the uh-huh. strong resilient woman uh-huh. Uh-huh. so it's a celebration of womanhood of strength of mm. bravery of just women were beautiful creatures were soft but also strong mm. we are sensual mm. but mm. also we step up yes
1: mm. no so I think it's interesting that you mentioned Queen Lozike but I think before we go the mm. um you you touched on sort of like living in South Africa and 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 In that bit, right? Mm -hmm. I wanted to kind of go back there. Mm -hmm. Um, Because before there was House of Stone, you've told Mm -hmm. us that there were blogs and stuff like that. (laughs) But what I have read is shadows. You read right. Wait. Did you read Shadows? Yes. Yo. Right. So, so, so Shadows was like um there's a novella and a collection of stories mm. Mm. in there, and you actually won the one uh, the 2014 um award for this. Let me bring up what what award it was. Human Charles yes. Prize. Yes. 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 Mm. So I think it's it's really kind of really important for me to kind of give context that mm. you know. House, we, we are here talking about House of Stone, but mm-hmm. there's just so much that has gone into it. Oh, what you. I really thank like you. about, um you know, when you talk about shadows, mm. and, and for me, mm. as someone who left Zim mm. and I came straight to the UK, mm. I think I'm very different um because mm. a lot of people have had a South African experience, yes. which I have not had, right? Mm. And I, I like the way you tell the story, like, about poor and, and mm. like, just that, yeah. Huh. Just that's like you know that experience of you know going to South Africa like just just I, I want to know from from your point of view how is it like mm. being in South Africa for you mm. right mm. um and and just also I guess juxtaposing it to now you being in an I in Iowa mm. and I think I uh, yeah I just like to kind of get a yeah, a sense from you how that South African experience, especially being Debele mm. and feeling like we sort of belong, you know, we sort of belong, <laughs> mm. you know, we can mm. speak the language, yeah. you know, we, mm. we we are from there, like mm. generations yeah. before, yeah. Mm. but but that experience of like yeah, mm. being, Zimbabwe it,
0: yeah, so the highs and lows. I mean, first for me, SA was some. I, mean, I remember the first day we got there, mm. we'd been having shortages for so long in them. I got into, it was, it was a pick and pay. It was mm. a pick and pay. Or shop, right? And there was bread on the shelves. <laughs> I remember staring at that bread and I had to stop myself from grabbing, going to wow. hoard. That's a Zim thing because, yeah. you know, Zim. And I'm like, oh, this bread will be here tomorrow. Don't, mm. don't, 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 don't. And I didn't. Mm. So, that, But essay was so exciting for me in its ambition. It's its breathy Joburg. Mm. But I learned that I was Zimbabwean in South Africa. Right. At home, you don't think is <laughs> yeah.
3: and then
0: Zimbabweans, as we were seen there, it wasn't positive. Mm. We were illegal immigrants, whether or not you're legal. Mm. We were suffering. We were it was really a negative view and it mm. traumatized me for why I I despised or disliked being associated, not to deny Zimbabwe, but that idea, because I didn't see myself in that sense.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And then um <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm laughing because for a while I did pretend to be South African because it was uh-huh. just easier. You would hear novel. Yeah. It's like my South African friends, that they just gravitate. And I remember I forged friendships with these lovely, lovely mm. um essay friends of mine. For three months they did not know mm. I was from Zoom. They assumed oh, wow. I was from SA, and I let it go until I was to guinea goopy. You know, mm. like, ah, <laughs> but you know, um, it was that sense of be- there's the beauty, the power in belonging. Cause mm. like, no, 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 you're not Zimbabwe. How, you know, um, so that lineage at the same time. It was for me that's that sense of feeling really unwelcome and unwanted, mm. so and it's interesting because NASA's mm. comment is a colonialism mm. borders drawn by the colonialists that mm. is determining a passport mm-hmm. versus our uh, ethnic or yeah, yeah, yeah. right, mm. associations which are equally mm. as important. Mm. So it's interesting you, um, you asked that, but I mean, I came to being, I came to if you if you now that you brought up the stories in shadows, they are mm. uh, tra- traumatic, I think some of mm. them. And it's also, I think, that idea of also goali. Remember when we left South Africa mm. was also seen as this place, in yeah. land of hand. Yeah. Then you go there and you see sure was Salemaketen. Yes. Then you realize mm. it's hard. Yeah. You know, so I had to also learn that it was a growing experience, yeah. mm. a learning experience. I'm mm. a police illegal. So you know that stop combis, the cops, mm. and look. Mm. And the Nigerians were the easiest targets because they look na- mm. they look West African. Mm. Mm. I would was always passed over. Because mm. I you, look South African. Yes. Those were thick yeah Yeah. So the of yeah. It. Mm. yeah. Mm. I no, hope no. that helps. No,
1: no, that that's I think that's interesting. And I think mm. we talked about it in one of our previous yes. episodes, which was um
3: inclusion.
1: Was it illusion of inclusion mm. or being your whole self? Like mm. um. we talked about Uguti how um for example, sometimes you meet people and mm. the whole like pretending to be South African, mm. right? <laughs> and, yes. and 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 I think I used to look at it from a point of Almost privilege mm. in the sense oh. that, like I'm saying, Guti, mm. I mean, I came from Zim to the UK. Mm. Mm. I can't,
0: I, I can't, I can't disown my Zimness, right? That's what scared me, at Iowa So I couldn't hide. Yeah, was, it freaked me out.
2: You were there. Like, yes, yeah. You were, from yeah. Zimbabwe. Right? Yeah. Like, and I'm yeah. exposed. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah,
0: it really so I could me. never
1: hide my z- zimness, zimness right. Mm. so I always used to think oh people then we talked about a story where th- there was a guy that we met here in a- UK and mm. he was like oh he's South African and yes. then as we started talking he starts talking about <laughs> Bopoma okay. <laughs> <to bulubu. Yeah. laughs> but then right uh, for years I always l- l- used to look at that story and like, that guy but then mm. when I thought about it I was like it's actually a privilege. Mm. It, it, how, how can I say it's it's mm. it's like it's almost like a um. There's there's a privilege to being able to be like oh I'm Zimbabwean. There's a privilege to being able to say I'm Zimbabwean when you're in South Africa. Mm. And it's you think mostly so? people. No, it's mostly people who. What I'm saying, Anj, mm. If you're coming from, if you're a minister's child oh. in Zim, right. Oh with mm. money and everything yes. mm. you go straight from Zim to mm. whatever sent on apartment yes. mm. of course you're going to yeah. walk around and be like yeah, yeah. Zimbabwe, Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe. Yeah. you know whatever I'm yeah, fine it's amazing. Yeah. so it's, it's it's a preserve like for a long time the proudly Zimbabwe tag mm. I think was a preserve mm. of the privileged mm. right that is so powerful where you where, yeah where, where you so couldn't cool. it's only now that I think was slowly through all this that we're doing and through people people being tired of being like mm. I'm tired of hiding, mm. you know, mm-hmm. I think we're slowly being like, okay, we're proudly Zimbabwean, but yeah. people for in South Africa, xenophobia, people are dying. Yes, but,
2: That is so powerful. Yeah. And at the same time, like I mean when you were talking, I, I remember the mm. illusion of inclusion. Mm. It's illusion all it's up inclusion. until Love that. that very last minute where you are actually when people actually split hairs. So you're in South Africa mm. and people are like no we also, over here, but where exactly yeah, are you from? Yes. That? So that kind of follows us everywhere, even as Zimbabweans. You come to 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 Diaspora, or wherever, mm. and you can never be again your whole self. But mm. then you are, you you almost feel like you're a part of a community because you know you're black, and there's there's you know there's mm. other people there. Mm. But then people then will start classing you. See okay, okay? How black are you? Are you black yeah. British? Are you black African? Are you black Caribbean? Okay. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Mm. Yeah. That is so powerful what you're
0: saying because mm. another power yeah, especially South Africa maybe mm. compared to is you you'd think especially people in would think South Africa's home. Mm.
3: Then you go in there and
1: you're
0: rejected.
3: It's yes. that pain. Yeah.
0: Right? Mm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Yeah. That pain of rejection. Mm. And mm. I think it ties in because All of this Mm. is in part due to a lack of knowledge of history. Mm. Even on South South Africa's part. Which which takes us back to House of Stone. Mm. Mm. Because House of Stone is a piece of history. Mm. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. What House of Stone does is, I think, tell the Kukraundi story Mm. in a grand way. Mm. Mm. I think in one of the grandest ways we have seen oh, wow. in Zimbabwe to date. Oh, wow. It is a piece of history. Oh mm. wow. Right. And it's sort of one of the books in, in in my life, I can say that has made such a great impact into how I think about the agency that I have for me. Mm. Oh,
3: wow. And
1: basically what I have to do is is half of a yellow sun.
0: Mm. Right. I will. Inspiration right there. By,
1: she was, by Chimamanda, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, Where mm-hmm. she tells the Biafra story mm-hmm, mm-hmm. again in a grand way. So mm-hmm, that's why I, mm-hmm. when you did how, you know, the Biafra story, mm-hmm. which is again a story in Nigeria, mm-hmm. if you go there, it was silenced. You know, mm-hmm. I, when I read it, I remember thinking this was like 2012, 13. I remember mm-hmm. when I finished the book, I, like I, I literally held that book and I was yeah. like, I need someone to tell the story about Gugurawundi. And I think it really changed the trajectory of me thinking about me. What is my agency? What Mm. is my social purpose? Mm. What can I do? Like Mm. social activism and everything, right? Mm. So then now we have House of Stone. And what what? I love about House of Stone, (laughs) again, like I'm saying, it being a piece of history. What I want to know from you is, what what gave you the agency Mm the audacity
3: oh. to,
1: to feel like okay i'm sort of telling the story through fiction mm. history through friction mm. right mm. L- yeah if you could kind of talk me through what was that thing that wouldn't let it go from
0: you I see. <laughs> so i'm just getting i was getting emotional mm. listening to you talk thank you um Ah, because books so many books have done that for me so to Mm. also even hear my book and other you Mm. know chimamanda is uh, mind-blowing for me right now so Mm. i'm I'm getting tingles i'm feeling goosebumps um (laughs)
1: leave
0: in it. it's it's your moment eh? no no oh okay okay Mm. let me thank you i'm just i'm just having moments here no Mm. this means a lot um Mm. coming from you um Mm. You two, you know, as um fellow women, Zimbabwe women mm. I respect and, you know, who've been there for me last time to hear mm. and also as 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 Zimbabweans who are reading mm. and saying this. Um mm. oh, audacity. <laughs> you know, when I okay, you know, because mm. writing was my way of sort of I think thinking through things. Mm. To be honest, what really propelled um even the writing of Kokura mm. as Within that larger Zimbabwean history in the book mm. was, you know, when you read up, <laughs> mm. when you sit with, especially Catholic Church, when you sit with those testimonies, yes, you, mm. you just start feeling a chill. So, mm. and it's not like I hadn't read them. Before. I think I had read them when I was younger as well. Peruse them, um, but I think it's also maybe, maybe being in a space to receive. Mm. I think it, I, I can't. It's really, maybe not so easy to explain. I because it's it wasn't my first time reading those, but at that time when I was writing and sitting in in that in 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 those voices and hearing mm. it stirred up in me um, mm. despair and anger uh. indignation pain uh. um and just just a desire to now to tell it uh. you know how how can and and i think having read like works like kuchiman Das half of a yellow sun mm. um there's a german book the tin drum Tells the story of the Holocaust by mm. Gunter Grass. It's then you 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 get to see how fiction or how stories have mm. a power to narrate and shape these works. And I think I was inspired both as a reader, someone who loves books and is trying to emulate that in my own writing, to be honest. Mm. Too. So I'd also give credit to books that have come before Yvonne Vera, mm. our mm. own Zimbabwean, mm. oh, Stone Virgins. That book, yep. you know, she narrates the Kukurandy scenes there in a uh, Poetic way It's so Mm. beautiful As to be devastating Mm. So so that's where it came from Mm. And to be honest I think being away from home Helped Uh, So when I started this book In the South And then when I got to Iowa Just for Because I was just there to write mm. For me I just took the Work I just felt like I'm just gonna Just write what I feel I should With freedom Like I'm just Mm -hmm. going to go anywhere And see what happens That's Mm -hmm. amazing Um
2: that is amazing, and yeah. um, we talked a little bit about this um, earlier when we were making our way here, and mm-hmm. about some of the scenes that you you write about mm-hmm. in your book. And it's interesting because you know you talk about the the, the feelings that you 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 felt when you're writing. Mm-hmm. We feel that when mm-hmm. when we are reading, so we get that. We get. Yeah. The, you know, the anxiety, what's going to happen next? Mm. We get the fear, mm. you know, he as the, well, the kids who are standing there who are watching all these oh, atrocities yeah. being committed. Mm. But some of the scenes are like so graphic, you know, um, you talk about women being abused, raped, mm. k- killed, you mm. know. Mm. I think for me, it was <sighs> the slashing off you know, that woman mm. who was pregnant and mm. the child's coming out mm. I was just like you describe these scenes with such I can almost om- you know I think I said this earlier it's like I feel like I'm there mm. you know you've, you've mm. taken me there
3: mm.
2: it's easier for me because mm. I can then like I can after reading that scene I can put that book to my chest and be like phew you know I just need mm. a minute mm. but how did you look after yourself like in that space when you are sharing these stories the stories she's so powerful. that's it hey. You guys are asking. You guys are just doing the things. Now you're
0: asking the questions, <laughs> um, and 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 so for the graphic scenes. What also inspired the graphicness is because I was tired of hearing discussions about the genocide where mm. people it's like people didn't know what they're talking mm. about. Mm. Uh, we know, but to know as in, do you know the implications? So I, for me, it was really when you say you feel it, then I know my job was done as an author because I. Hoping the reader, you'll feel it. Then it might, it might change how we discuss this thing as if it's some small thing that we should get over. But yeah, the other... Hmm. I took the book to therapy, as mm-hmm. I was telling you. Mm-hmm. Um, I found myself in therapy in the US. Um,
3: mm-hmm.
0: For all sorts of reasons. Mm-hmm. And partly accordingly, partly because of Zim trauma, which is yes. an interesting thing we can talk about another time. Mm. That is. That's uh, I found myself real. in the psych ward, crazy stuff when I got both in South Africa and the US. And always it was led back to Zimbabwe. And I was mm. just like, this is crazy. But with mm. our mental health crisis in Zim, that's something mm. else. But so I took the book to therapy. I went to therapy twice a week during the writing of this book. And it turned into, among other things, always talking about this book. And I'm grateful to my therapist. Um, she was a white American. So it was interesting. I was also teaching about my history mm. and also talking through these scenes. Mm. Um, because you, initially I rushed through these. Are, I didn't write these scenes the first time. I would rush through them. Mm. Then mm. I was encouraged by fellow writers and writing instructors that, you know, for the reader to feel this, you, yes. you need to feel it. If you can't feel it, if you can't slow down, you the reader will it. also. Mm.
2: So thank you for that question. Yeah. No. Therapy was necessary. Right. Yeah. And... What do you think like what are your thoughts on um the importance of national apologies i in our last episode, we looked at how australia how oh, wow. Belgium have issued um national apologies yeah. to mm. certain groups and mm. like, what do you think and how how do you feel that would work in in Zimbabwe <laughs> <laughs> there's so much power you you were saying there's
0: so much power in National Apology. You know, I was in Oxford last week and there's a professor who, who's been working on my toilet from the 90s. Uh-huh. And she was saying the interesting thing is she, she doesn't understand what people mean when they say they don't know about Groundy. She
2: uh-huh.
0: says the information, it's all there. People know. We know, but what's lacking? And when people say they don't know is the official, people desire official recognition mm-hmm. so there's power when you talk about i'm thinking of that that a national apology makes it official and i think it makes people feel like it's now okay mm-hmm. to address right what mm-hmm. happened if mm-hmm. it's now also it's a uh, being seen and mm-hmm. it's also i think part of that culture of how do you make my and feel like we're part of zimbabwe mm-hmm. it's that thing of a lack of Apology means a lack of being recognized, a mm, lack of mm, your mm. issues, what matters mm. to you being brought into the national dialogue,
3: mm.
0: right? Now in Zim, of course, we know it's problematic because how can mm. uh, how can you have your cake and eat it? How, mm. who, 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 is, mm-hmm. who, is, who will apologize? Yes, who will apologize? Mm. And mm. as Ned was saying at the mm-hmm. beginning, mm-hmm. what
2: mm-hmm. are you apologizing you for? for? It mm-hmm. is Absolutely. so difficult. Mm. It's ownership. Yeah,
0: mm.
1: and I think it's it's interesting. Um, so I guess for me, this is kind of like a, a not even a question, a reflection mm. on, on my part mm. that you were saying that there's someone who's been working on this, and you know, mm. the, you know that yeah, they j- found it interesting that people don't even know. Mm. I, yes. I do. Jocelyn think,
0: Alexander, just so she she right. knows I've credited her ideas <laughs> to. Uh-huh. Um,
1: I I think although I, I think we shouldn't. Go over this. Mm. I think every mm. chance we get, we should tell people what Gugurawundi is. Mm. Oh, wow. Mm. Powerful. Right? Mm. Powerful. Right. So even if you look at the meaning of Wundi, right? Mm. It mm. means the early rain, which washes away the, the chaff, chaff yeah. before the spring rains. Yeah. yeah. Mm. <sighs> That's what Gugurawundi means. Mm. And in practice, mm. <laughs> like Woundi was a genocide. mm mm-hmm carried out by Mm. the Zimbabwean government Mm -hmm. in the early 80s, Mm. which predominantly impacted people from Matebele land and some people from Manika land. And there are reports, you know, which detail, you know, just roughly how many people were um, killed, um, numbers Mm. from 20,000, you know, to other thousands, Mm. right? And this is, this is, our history. So, in, in, in essence, what we have, right? Mm. So, you had oh my gosh. post-colonization in the 1980s. I think mm. it's really important for us to it's talk about so this. Mm. So, what you had is um 1980, we get independence, mm. right? Mm. But I think uh, sort of taking, take, going back to to, to then and hearing the stories, Right you had, um, we talked about this yesterday, Yes, um, where, you, you know, you had Zebra Forces, Zebra Forces, which are the arm um, for the Zapu, mm. and Zanla, arm um, for, mm. for Zan, mm. right? Mm. Um, and then in 1980, you know, we have Mugabe, who was relatively an unknown mm. then, mm. right? Mm. People knew Joshua mm. more mm-hmm. and other players, mm. right? Then what you have is, Post that escape, Mugabe is president, mm. you know, you know Zandla, Zipra forces, mm. you know, two down arms mm. were one big happy family, mm. Zimbabwe, right? Mm. Mm. What did not happen is there was never an in- integration exercise mm. or sort of like nation building exercise mm. or mm. an awareness of, you know what, you know, there are people who fought, mm. whose language is fighting, fighting, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So, and you're simply asking them to, first of all, accept this new leader. Like, it's Mm -hmm. it's all not there, right? Mm -hmm. And then you sort of have a scenario where, you know, that there there isn't a... It's kind of like... And again, this is why it's so important for us to know our history. Because we have a history of putting lipstick on a pig. Mm -hmm. (laughs) From the 80s even till now. now, Mm -hmm. We cover... Things, speak it, speak never it. Never addressing it. Right? Yes. So then, so then what happens, right, is um you sort of have that, and then you have zebra forces, a lot of them who fought, who were a bit older. Mm. And then now when it comes to getting, you know, the seniority in the barracks and stuff like that, mm. there are all these Zanla forces, like young people who didn't even fight, mm. right? Mm. Who are being put in there. There's 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 that internal. You know, wrangling mm-hmm. be- between them, right? Mm. Then we have, so we talk about Ndumbane, right? Yeah, Which was kind of, but then there's Ndumbane one and Ndumbane two, mm. right? And mm. I think there's a, a distinction that needs to be made with that mm. in, in the sense that, like, you know, initially, I think zebra forces were sort of unhappy with how everything was going, understandably, mm. right? Mm. And then as we've seen in our history, then heavy-handed response from (laughs) what? I like you say heavy-handed. Yeah, from from, from the government, yes. right? Yes. And that whole Ndumbane history, which I would mm. really encourage people to, to look mm. at, mm. is very reminiscent of what happened post-elections in 2018. Oh my God. But the reason there was a repetition is because oh we don't God. know that history. We don't mm. understand it. Mm. Where, the, where the narrative was like, oh, the opposition forces are doing this. This so is cliche. what they did yeah. to. So if people don't understand That's Zappu cliche. history... I think until we understand Zappu history, we will mm. not understand what is happening in our country now, right now. Right. That makes and sense. And I think what I wanted mm. to say is that's why history is so important. Mm. I guess my what I've been reflecting on, and I'm writing an article on this, and mm. it won't let me go. And I'm hoping I'll be able to put it out. Is the role of what I call the mm. generation removed? Mm. Us, which is us. Mm. Mm.
0: It's, it's so interesting you you, you the, the importance of history when you're talking and I love how you framed it to the government because when I was in Oxford there was this young I didn't, I didn't this young girl mm. twenty four Shona mm. Mm. and she says to me oh I have your book i've I've been afraid to read it because mm. I'm so ashamed of what we mm. as the Shona did you know I, I was like oh I was like mm. oh mm. That's, that's the problem. We were not clear. And then, of course, there's what happened in the narrative. We can deal with the two, right? Mm. The current Shona's response to what's happening, but also mm. what happened. That confusion of not knowing and mm. understanding that history is causing a lot of damage currently mm. in how we're talking about this. Mm. And people, yeah. So the, And she's so young. It made me, she was looking down and mm. I felt my heart breaking. Which, mm. This is one of the problems. We don't... Have specific a clear specific understanding. It's been denied us mm. to what really happened. It can only enlighten us. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: yeah, and yeah. and that's the thing, and that's why. So when I think about the generation removed, when I think about the generation removed and our role, mm. so you've done House of Stone, right? Which is one, mm. right? Mm. There has there is a lot of discussion and chat online. Mm. That's great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. However, it is chatter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, how do we move the dial? Because what we have is, mm-hmm. we've talked about the importance of an acknowledgement, of mm-hmm. government acknowledging, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it allows people not to de- even debate Absolutely. that the event happened, mm-hmm. right? To deny. And then I think mm-hmm. another thing, you know, we talked about apologies and stuff like that, but... Mm-hmm. As this generation removed, mm. I think we have to realize where where we are. Literally, the gap mm. Mm. because we can speak. Yeah. We we can speak for our, our parents and yes. grandparents mm. yeah. because they can't because yeah. they were too hey, close to too the close trauma to mm. and they were silenced. Mm. But we have the agency to speak. Mm. Another thing that uniquely impacts us as Zimbabweans is that our children, right? Mm. Mm are probably not going to be born in, in Zimbabwe, Zimbabwe. Right? Or whatever. Yes. So their experience will be removed, yes. mm, will yeah. be further, further removed. removed. Mm. So if we don't fix this mm. as this generation, where well, first of all, we go beyond it being a debate. Mm. So like, like I was saying, that's why I love what you do, mm. do with House of Stone because we're having an international dialogue about it. Yeah. Mm. It's almost like, you know what? Mm. Screw whoever in Zim. That is denying Absolutely. this. Mm. We, we are know. having yeah. an international discussion yeah, okay, about yeah. it.
2: Yeah.
1: So it's like, what more? Do, even this episode of the mm. podcast mm. is history. history. I'm getting goosebumps. So we have yeah, to be this careful mm. how we're yeah. doing it. Mm. It is history. So I think everything that we're doing as mm. this generation mm. removed mm.
2: is history. history. So. And I love. And I love that your that we're, ha- we're actually having this discussion on the back of your book, mm. you know? Mm. And this is what, you know, you're talking about the history and mm. there is a certain history that we have been taught. Yes. That is far removed from what really from what, what really happened. Mm. And I think from the back of your book, people will start looking up who is Queen Lohzike? That is the whole What mm. actually happened in is during Gokurahundi? Mm. And I think what you're saying, that is also quite powerful in mm. that we are the generation that, bridging the gap because mm. you know what another th- thing that I got from your book is I remember when Uncle Fanny is mm. telling Uzamani about what happened and mm. about how it came to be and mm. how he has a physical you know he starts shaking mm. you know as he's telling that story mm. and I think we 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 can feel what you know what they went through mm. but not but having that element of not actually Having gone, gone through it. it, so it's being that voice. So I think that is actually quite key as well, and I think it's something that is powerful that will actually help to shape the future. Mm. In 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 that being, that will be the voices for people who are unable to speak, who are silenced. Yeah,
1: and it so it just reminds me it's so of, of something we we touched on shadows, right? It's so beautiful, the, mm. you know the, the the your your previous book. Mm. Um, and like Kumpo, we see that he's an artist, he's a visual artist and stuff like that, right? Mm. And when he goes back to Zim, he's charged with what is is it offending yeah, that's the, law. The, 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 yeah, That still exists. It reminded law. me of uh, our friend Owen Masego. Oh, mm, right. Um. <laughs> so those of you who don't know, Owen Masego, he's a visual painter. He's an artist. Mm. Outspoken. Um. Yeah. Who previously had a collection of paintings mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. were, you know, showing Kukurawundi. That was the inspiration behind it. And at the time, at the National Art Gallery in Vulawayo, before Jose's time, right? <laughs> um the, the paintings were taken down were. and he was yeah. taken to court and, mm. and everything, right? Mm. Um I I guess two two questions. Mm. Poor story was that uh was there a correlation with o and Masego? It was totally so different. interesting.
0: No, it was inspired. By oh, okay, those events wow. because right. he, he does his though his is not Kukuraundi, right? But it's against the contemporary, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it does take place outside the National Gallery, yeah.
1: And then yeah. it takes me to the point of Uti how do we move the conversation forward? Which is why oh. you need an acknowledgement, because oh. if you don't have an acknowledgement, when you do things like that, then like, then well, then yeah. your stuff can be taken. Yes. So yes. Like, how is another or in Masego or whatever? So so what if someone, if this say if Nangagwa mm. or the national piece, whatever if they were to be like, we would like your expertise, mm. what should we do? Mm. What would you say? Like, how can we
0: take this? Go about the national apology. Mm. You know, it's a hard one because we're asking the perpetrators to <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but uh, you know, yeah. if since we can't, you know, we we don't want a, a you know the, a polarized situation. Yes, mm. I really think if a national apology were to be, um, put forth, even mm. if it's not perfect, it's mm. really, it opens up space. Yes, mm. because mm. what you've just said, mm. um, I I think it's enough because there's so many players, and I love what you say about our generation. Little little individually doing things, they they gain power and they move forward. Mm. But I think what's lacking in them, and I, you've just brought up Owen Masego, mm. you've brought up this podcast, you've brought mm. up um, the book, and there are many other things happening Or Zenzele. Yeah, or Zenzele. Yeah. There are people who are already, and have already been doing this work for years. Mm. A national apology, mm. I think would allow, if it's genuine, mm. just allow people, therefore, to come forth mm. and do the work they need to do openly. Mm. I don't know if one, if a national polish from someone like Nangaga could lead to that because there's still also tensions yeah. as to... Because when I heard that it's... Oh, Kukuron's open for debate. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. My first thing was, does this mean Owen Masego can... Because I'd really love to see that exhibition. I'm like, does this mean he can go and put up that exhibition again? Because yeah. we need that. He, he's... Yes. We need that. Yeah.
1: And, um, sorry. <laughs> no, sorry. Oh, my God. You, you've just made a really good point on that because... We've seen examples of Epalakwe, where people yeah. are trying to commemorate yeah. and, and then they're, still, stopped. They're, and stopped. they're stopped. But if we had additional apology, you could, you, could you have that. the ability to yeah. memorialize as you wish. Yes. And that's the thing. It's like, apologize, acknowledge, we will do the as best. we, yeah. as,
0: as, as we see fit
3: yeah. to yeah. memorialize yeah. this event. You give yeah. us the
0: agency and the autonomy
2: to, to
3: do, do so.
0: Which but is what we won't get though. I'm, I'm yeah. sure because they, I feel like these guys want to control the process. Yeah. They yeah. really want to control everything. But yeah. again, which is why we sort of
1: have to be creative in how we're thinking. Well, I did want to, to, mm. to sort of say, I know um, the time, <laughs> but I did want to be, um I, I did want to say, what he, again, that's why it's important. That's why I said what we should describe like what Gugrawundi is yes. for people who don't yes. know because mm. there are people who may be listening who don't know. So mm, we should yeah. never
0: just gloss over it and
1: say And the genocide. At yeah. every there were concentration say, camps. Yeah, in yeah. yeah,
0: Concentration camps.
1: And where where another were point, held. which I wanted to sort of say is... um I saw so you were at the Harvard symposium um, We loved like it. some <laughs> some, <laughs> some months back so, so
0: I wish so, there was
1: a camera so, <laughs> so, reaction, so basically, um have seen her reaction. basically, and um, uh, qu- quite a number of Zimbabwean authors, who I remember, I think was Panache. Panache Chikomadzi. Yeah. Uh, there was Reinzovu. Yeah. Mm. There was the guy who does the. Archives. Jose,
0: Jose Chikowero, he's a historian, mm. brilliant yeah. guy. And um, Tinashe Mushakavanu. Yes. 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 So it was mm. it that was us. such
1: a great uh, discussion about them and everything.
0: Um,
1: Orey. What, what is this book? What's, what's Ray's book? It's about the crocodile. The croc- in the jaws mm. of the crocodile, right? So basically, o- Ray in his book, he, um, <laughs> one of the things that he says, right... No, let, let, let me let's yeah, he's in learn. the jaws
0: of the crocodile. One of the
1: things he was in the <laughs> jaws of the crocodile. One of the things that yeah. Ray said was oh uh, because he had an interview with Nangako, and he's like oh you know oh, when yeah. Nangako came he found it so hard to believe that this was the man that was you know implicated. He was so charming. Yeah, he was so charming like he he used language that that almost sort of diminishes mm-hmm. you know the, mm-hmm. the role that Not that even he plays, almost, right? Does. Yeah. And then Novia yeah, that's what I mean we we already know <laughs> yeah. So no, does not suffer any fools whatsoever. So <laughs> no, are called out Ray.
2: She called the,
1: the thing, And I was like, yes, you know what? It's so important to call out like, like any inaccuracy, right? Mm. But what I wanted to know, Aj- mm. not a profound question, mm. but what I wanted to know is afterwards, Aj- after it all wrapped up, Aj- <laughs> Hamba for coffee, for yeah. what? Did you yes. guys just leave Ray on his own? What happened? Like, what, like what happened after? You could have table? had a Boston, or oh, Ray was humble, like a hotel room, yeah.
2: Like, Lenz and because they must host you. Mm. Y'all are crazy as <laughs> But <laughs> I yeah, guess I this is why right? it's a podcast, because you don't want to know <laughs> behind the scenes. Yes. yes.
0: No, no, no. We were all went for dinner, mm. and, um, you know, Ray tried to explain the process right. of the book and mm. some of the challenges of crafting the book, Mm -hmm. you know, so we all went to eat. Mm -hmm.
3: Together, yeah.
0: You know, and, uh, (laughs) not really. Are you and Ray cool? Okay, we're moving
1: on.
2: Okay, so. We we
0: are, I think, (laughs) as people, but you know. uh, Can Ray redeem himself? Hey, that book. (laughs) That book has serious flaws. It's mm. it's not an intellectual work, even though it's touted as one. There's many problems. <laughs> if it's also placing, if it had been placed as a James Bond fake, you know, oh, light like, read, <laughs> it's fine. But it was really placed as something serious when it is not. There's so many problems with that book. And I speak as someone who loves knowledge and loves mm. the truth. And mm. Ray's talking about serious national matters is, there. Yeah. You can't flavorize, play around, flavorize that shit. You need to be, you know... It's an insult to the type of work that we're trying to do, Mm. Um, and so it's it's also placing the publisher should just be honest. A light read, have some laughs, laughs, move on. Oh
2: my god, I love it. A light read,
0: so I think. um, Yeah, by respect Ray as
2: a. As a journalist, as a, I don't okay. know about as an as a writer of the right, book. Right, okay, right. Novia, could you do us the honor and just read an excerpt from your book, please? Like just something that you maybe something that you really enjoyed, um, putting together or you no, know, just whatever, whatever you you fancy. Something
0: a bit light. <laughs> yeah, <something laughs> bit light. No, because I mean there there a couple of light things here. Mm-hmm. All right, let's have some fun. Um, so, this is at the beginning uh-huh. of the book and it includes Um Utandi. Yes. I love Tandi. <laughs> I love Tandi too. All right. I'm opening. Ah. <clears throat> so, here, Abednego, the surrogate father, has. It's 1970s Rhodesia. He's walking around. He sees this beautiful woman walking in town. Imagine country boy first time in town, he follows her and it's Tandy. And now he's asked her out on a date. Uh-huh. And so now they're, they're going um, on the date. Saturday arrived. And my surrogate father Abednego found himself standing outside Tikitai at the appointed hour, 2 p.m. sharp, an arm wrapped around the parking meter, the other cocked on his hip, his pompadour conch flourishing up and away from his face. Indeed, at first, when Tandy emerged, dressed in a long, blackless, backless floral sundress, mm. and in the company of not one, but two young men, one of them white, she almost didn't recognize him. She stood there appraising him. And then, just as a smile began to spread across Abednego's face, she threw back her head and laughed. It turned out that he didn't look like a rocking and rolling star. And what was worse, the date was between him and Tandy, and the two young men. Frankie, whose face ripened under Abednego's glare and Mvelapi, Who, sniggering, kept calling Abednego a Mary Andrew. Abednego wanted to grab Tandy as they piled into Frankie's sky blue Ford Anglia and shout, What kind of date is this? (laughs) Who are these people? Is it because I don't have a car? (laughs) But he just got in. Tandy settling in the front seat with Frankie, leaving him to sulk and Velapi in the back.
1: Wow. I'll stop
2: there. Thank you. Thank you, Wow, guys! <laughs>
1: um, and um, just to kind of end end this section, so what books would you recommend? Yeah, we have a. What, what are you What are you reading at the moment? And yeah. Novia recommends.
0: <laughs> Yo, um, I've just um, been reading um, the Old Drift by Namwali Sepal. If you like fat books on history, it's like seven hundred pages This mm-hmm. is Zambian history. So, it's also world histories. So. Uh, Takes place also in Italy and mm-hmm. America. Um, for a nice light read, have you guys heard of My Sister, the Serial Killer? No. Oh, I haven't. it's a Nigerian thriller. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the sister who has a passion for killing her lovers. You're going to love that. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> okay. It's a brilliant read. Okay. So. Um, and then. Oh, man. Toni Morrison. I'm reading. Mm -hmm. So it's more like your more heavy, serious read. I'm reading Toni Morrison's Jazz. It's a beautiful, beautiful Mm -hmm. book. Yeah. Yeah. So I think Mm -hmm. I'll leave you with those three. So we have Epic. Mm -hmm. Namali Sapel, Nice, light, fun read. Mm -hmm. My sister, the the serial killer. Then a more historical, in-depth read. Toni Morrison's Jazz. And
2: Golly, what book would you recommend? For 100%, I would recommend for people to read House of Stone.
0: Oh. (laughs)
2: 100%. Like, you know, this Mm -hmm. book. I, I don't know if I, if, if during this pod, you have just grasped how much mm. feeling and emotion is in this book. It's, mm. it takes you to different places and, you know, it's, it's something that, and it's, it's not only, mm. um, it's not only just fiction, it's also mm. a history, as you say. Mm. It's, a, it's you learning as you, uh, with each mm. page. Mm. And I promise you, it's, it's really an amazing book. Yeah. We, I have loved it. Thank you oh, so much Guys You know it. what? I Thank I, I love this conversation I, yeah. I've loved being a part of it
1: I can't yeah. wait to hear it I can't wait for the I world can't. To hear it Thank oh, you Novio yeah. you, For your time For being with us here um, Exactly And before we kind of You know We're going to wind down We normally do Like we've been talking Heavy things You know Yes We're going to do A little bit of music So That's Are you going to sing? No, no. <laughs>
2: Have you heard this so, one time um, on so, oh, yeah. so, so,
1: so, um, 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 Tandy one mm. um, on Twitter the other day. She was so like, they, "Oh, guys, please. can you please um play um, any sort of Yvonne Chaka Chaka song, oh, nice. right?" Um So, yes, yeah, so well, then, yes, we make for this, you. This, this one is you, is for
0: you. When
3: my in,
0: yes, yes, um, Komboti.
3: Yes, when my jam in, eh? Hey. When
2: we Yes. When my jam in, we come Yes, this is my beats. I love
0: her smile. You won, auntie. Let's have
2: everything make my feel. We
0: come in. I'm
2: going to i to i the and I mean. then,
1: Novio this one is for you. You also for this
0: one.
3: This
0: Hey! 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 hey. 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 Yes, yeah, so. It's Unat says, Charlie, get down in the house. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. Usisa came to Bulawayo in December last year. Oh my god. And fire. You go. Of course, Nangi Pambilla stitching each child get down and zimable. Okay. Woo. Hey.
1: What do you know about this?
2: Ah, ah, this is Gobane. I love my hands.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wrong, Just, uh, someone requested it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at you God. Know. Oh I know the song I know the song
2: This is like Back, back
0: in the yeah. day <laughs> <laughs> Hey yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
2: Ooh, yeah. <laughs> What
1: do you know about this one?
2: Hey!
3: eh, Hey! can I
2: also nineties?
3: Penny,
2: you know? No.
0: CP <laughs> <Sippy>. and Zamin.
2: Zabaya's it when it gets to Tom Papa Penny. Papa Penny, was it not? The Papa Penny. Anyway, never mind.
0: Get down the string. So what I
2: know You want to do You want
0: to
1: Okay.
2: All right. All right. I think
1: we are wrapping up now.
2: Wrapping
1: up. We are getting ready to go.
2: Indeed.
1: But Novuyo,
0: any last words uh, to the people? It's been such a pleasure. Um, Uh I've had such a lovely afternoon, and thank you so much um, for this platform and. You guys um are doing amazing work and I look forward to listening to more of your podcast
2: <laughs> and where can people find you on social media
0: with Twitter. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Kogi crown, so
1: yes all right so we are going to sign out yes. with this classic let's go let's, let's go do it let's, let's go it let's do it let's do it
0: technology
1: please don't hesitate me please hey!
2: This is like two. for listening, guys. And please, please follow us on Twitter. We are at Girl in Skies. Instagram, we're at Girl in Skies. Facebook, we're at Girl in Skies Podcast. And wonderful. So, and also, don't forget to rate us on um, Apple Music. Yep. And subscribe. Leave a comment. We would appreciate that.
1: Absolutely. And, we'll and Oli, where can people find you on I'm social media? Oli MC. And I am at. Malaika diva. Wonderful. And if you've come to this part of the podcast, yes, please make sure you um tag at Gelins guys and hashtag true, true love. I need true love. true love true love, baby. I
2: want true love. I true love, baby. I